0: okay i've got a question what do a ring mishap a jazz club and beignets have in common
1: well somehow believe it or not they're all key plot points in 2022's all saints christmas we've got a lot to talk about josh
0: we do jennifer and we will unwrap it all on this episode of do you watch what i watch
1: Friends I'm Jennifer
0: and I'm Josh and here we are with another episode of Do You Watch What I Watch and we are really in the thick of the holiday movie season Jennifer
1: It is it's kind of like football season we're getting to the super bowl being christmas we had our draft so we're mid season right now i guess kind of mid
0: season and things are taking shape how are you feeling overall about the crop of movies that we've seen so far this year
1: I mean there haven't been any that i've just flat out hated so far And there also haven't been any that were so terrible that they were hilariously bad, you know?
0: True, So
1: I've been kind of middle of the road or enjoyed them. I did do some extra credit this weekend. I don't know if you saw, but I watched Maple Valley Christmas, mainly because Andrew Walker's in it. And I watch every movie he's in just because he's, he is the king of Christmas as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, and then I also watched In Merry Measure which was kind of like a glee thing to competing like high school rivals. each had their own little choir practice. and they both pleasantly surprised me. I gotta tell you.
0: on In our Instagram account, we'll just post a little bit of an update. Here's what we liked. here's what maybe didn't work, and we think it's worth your time or not. So be sure mm-hmm. to follow us on Instagram at Do you watch what I watch? and we will post our extra credit there for you to enjoy as well. But for because this Santa episode- will
1: score us at the end of the season. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> but for this episode, we've got a new one from Hallmark to talk about. This is all Saints Christmas. Jennifer, let's hear this IMDb summary. What do we got?
1: So It tells the story of Lisette, a popular singer who's getting ready to travel home for Christmas. When the media mistakes a photo of her with her ex as an engagement announcement, her family insists that he join her on the trip. I don't know that he. After they this? insisted. I think they just kind yeah. of misunderstood and assumed he'd be joining
0: right right and i think that they just said oh of course he's going to be there right yeah so i'm i'm with you you were the one who drafted this why did this one sort of perk your little elf ears during the draft
1: elf ears were perked because i love a zany mishap and accidental oh are we dating or not Mm -hmm. um if you listened to our interview with gary goldstein he wrote um hitched for the holidays i believe is what it was called A long time ago, it was one of the first movies I watched, and it's the first one I knew that kind of had this trope, and they did it really well. Of course, we know I like Snowbride. They did it well, so I'm okay with a trope as long as it's one I like. (laughs) So I thought this had um, a chance to be pretty cute and zany and fun, and it happened in New Orleans, so that piqued my L theatres as well.
0: So let's take a deep dive. Let's just go ahead and get into it.
1: Okay, so we open on a Christmas concert with our leading lady, Lizette, and she's performing a lovely Christmas romance song that goes on a really long time. That's okay. (laughs) It was a whole performance. And then we meet her tour manager, and he says the projections for the holiday tour were 42% off. Now, that's a big boo-boo on somebody's. That's a big boo-boo.
0: But I got to go back to this song. I actually liked this kind of a jazzy Christmas song, and this is the first of oh, yeah. many performances we get. Obviously, this is going to kind of have a musical thing, and it's built to sort of showcase the vocal talents of this actress who, you know, can really sing, let's be honest.
1: And it's a missed opportunity. So she's really an artist. Mm-hmm. Ladisi or LaDesi. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. She was in Nashville last week at the skirmerhorn Horn.
0: Stop it.
1: We could have been there. Stop had I it. known. I know. Daylight <laughs> and dollars short. Because that Always, would have been lovely. Yeah. Right. But yes. Anyways. Okay. So her tour manager is like the voice of bad news. And then we meet Gia Cole, who's sort of a villain. She is a music business journalist, and um, she breaks the news to Lizette that she has been removed as the headliner of the company Christmas Party for the label, and now Ocean is headlining. And Lizette says, she's a toddler. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were going to get more of a rivalry rivalry, between Lizette and Ocean, kind of like, did you ever watch the show Nashville? Nashville.
0: Yes, of course. It was like
1: Raina James and the Hayden Panettiere, like that mm-hmm. whole generational gap and rivalry. That's not really where the movie goes, though. So <laughs> Ocean's no. just kind of a, a sidebar that we kind of hear, and then that's really all that pans out there. Um, so since her holidays have freed up, Lizette talks to her mom and promises that she'll be home for Christmas.
0: Of course, yes. And she has to go back to New Orleans to do so, because she lives in L.A. She has this very sort of luxurious life we learned a little bit later in the movie that she was a jazz singer but then the label turned her more into a pop star and that's been the source of her success spoiler as we learn early on it's unfortunately not going well because gia who is also from new orleans we later learned and they sort of have history she works for news 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 and she is digging <laughs> up all kinds of dirt on our girl lizette
1: yes so lizette goes to a christmas fair and she's looking at a ring like you do, and she, some fan is in the bushes somewhere and yells Lizette! And she gets startled, she drops the ring, and in walks this guy named Matthew, who reaches down to pick up the ring, his back seizes, locks up, he's on one knee, wouldn't you know, Matthew was Lizette's ex-boyfriend last year, they dated for two years. A fan snaps the picture, and of course it goes viral. It's a all very faux engagement.
0: Yes, very convenient. Yes.
1: But I did like that they established right away that they did have a very deep understanding of one another. She says, Oh, your back always seizes up when you're stressed. Why are you stressed? And like you really get that they had some chemistry and some um good connection back then. You wonder what went wrong? You know? Right. What happened?
0: And because clearly something went very wrong because their early interactions are very frosty and it's very Mm -hmm. clear that lizette is not really into him at the very beginning of this movie
1: i know i was afraid he cheated or something and done something unforgivable
0: Um, but we do learn
1: that she never introduced um him to her family in two years of dating that's a little Mm -hmm. much I don't know that I ever date... Well, it's not like I dated a ton of people, but I wouldn't have gone two years without introducing them to my family.
0: My mom wouldn't have let that happen. I mean, she would have gotten yeah. in the car and driven here <laughs> to wherever Absolutely. I was. Absolutely. Like, right?
1: <laughs> um, so Lizette shows up at the Christmas party, and Gia did break the story that there was a proposal, and they start calling them Liz Matt, for Lizette and Matt you know.
0: Seems like a big old stretch.
1: Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, roll off the tongue super well, but... They're trending on
0: Bobo Instagram for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. At one point they say that their streams are (laughs) smoking. Not a thing. (laughs) No. Okay. So we learned that her dad has a jazz club and it's called All Saints Club, which made the movie title make much more sense to me. Mm -hmm. And he has to close it. So Lizette's going to sing at the Christmas Eve finale. And her mom arranged for Gia Cole, the arch nemesis, to do an, Uh, i guess a new york times interview without her knowing to cover the club but conveniently lizette will be in town as well to do some coverage there um so matthew walks in when lizette is facetiming her mom and mom just assumes matthew that they're together and that matthew's going to join and he's always wanted to do new orleans right so they're like okay look if we go to new orleans that keeps everybody happy it keeps our streams smoking and Gia Cole won't think we just did it as a publicity stunt when really it was a big mix up. And so they agreed to go together for the holidays and then break up after the fact. We can all see where this is going, but here we are.
0: It seemed like she turned on him really quickly. Like this early interaction was very frosty and then all of a sudden it was like, oh wait, we are friends after all, what if we did this?
1: Yeah, it it, it turned very, probably a little too quick, but she saw those dollar signs from those streams she couldn't deny it
0: <laughs> she said i gotta make so, that money yeah
1: off to new orleans they go josh have you ever been to new orleans
0: i have several times i love new orleans it's very charming city i actually have good friends who live there and i really enjoy spending probably 72 hours in new orleans i don't think i could live in new orleans because i think that that's an entirely different kind of lifestyle that i wouldn't necessarily be into but it's a great city to visit for me what about you
1: Yes, I've spent twenty four hours in New Orleans after a beach <laughs> trip in Gulf Shores on our way back, and I liked it. I love the architecture. I love the beignets. Obviously, oh, I would want to go with people who actually knew where they were going and yes. like were experts because yes. I don't think the places I saw were necessarily the best mm. places. So,
0: but anyway, this I, I movie... think it's very intriguing. New yeah. Orleans looked beautiful at Christmas. It day. did. really had the best architecture decked out for the holidays. It was really a good, I thought, tourism commercial for New Orleans for sure.
1: Absolutely. So Matthew pulls out a ring um, and says, here, we got to make it look official. So he gives her a ring that he found wherever. I thought it was going to be revealed that he bought that for her years ago. But not that's not, not the case. But anyways. Not the case, yeah. um. So she introduces him to her fun family. The family was one of my favorite parts of the movie, just to show my cards here. There were lots of siblings and in-laws and the parents, and they were all quirky. They were all fun. They were all like talking with their hands very loud. And I was here for it. They were a fun family. And he was an only child, so he was a little overwhelmed by it.
0: (laughs) For sure, especially because they made him ultimately sleep on the couch there. But I loved that the family felt like they were cast perfectly They've had the right actors in the right roles for the unique little quirks that everyone had, so I was absolutely in love with this family for sure.
1: Yeah, and they're all in love with Matthew except her dad. Her dad thinks there's something fishy about him. I think dad has trust issues. Because evidently Lizette's last boyfriend kind of tried to take advantage of her and her fame. And so he just assumes that's what everybody's going to do. And that's rubbed off on Lizette as well. So uh, the family plays a trick on Matthew and gets him to eat some of Mom's uh, hooch fruitcake. (laughs) And he had three slices and gets drunk.
0: (laughs) Very.
2: Lizette
1: has to drive them back to the hotel. And the family's like, why are you staying in a hotel? You need to be staying here. But you have to be back by 11 p.m. because curfew, Dad says, is at 11 which I thought was precious. This grown woman still has a curfew and he meant it because sure enough, they go out on the town. She shows him around and, um, they ride on a light up swan boat. They talk about architecture. They dance on Beale street. Like Josh said, it's like a department of tourism, new Orleans checklist, but it was magical. And I was here for it. We get to know more about her ex and how Gia Cole even, um, Had kind of figured out that there were red flags about Darren, the ex, back then. And so that's a little bit of history with Gia. They eat beignets. I want beignets. And then he convinces her to sing Joy to the World in a well-lit gazebo for caroling. Which could have gone either way, but it was not as awkward as I was afraid it would be.
0: Lisette took them to church with Joy to the World, (laughs) too. It was incredible, I thought.
1: Yes. So they get home late and sure enough, dad has locked the door. So Lizette starts throwing a rock at a window and mm-hmm. the sister wakes up and lets her in. We find out that the sister's pregnant, very exciting for her. And they talk about how the club is closing. But with every ending, there's a new beginning, which is very sweet. It's cheesy, it's a Hallmark card, but it's I thought it was sweet. So, so Matthew bonds with her father and they convince him to dress as a fill-in Santa. <laughs> at what event was this? I guess I missed that
0: matter. It was some sort of community event. There were a couple of these in this movie where it was just getting them away from the house to do something Christmassy, I think.
1: Yes, and she dresses up as Mrs. Claus and has the world's largest glasses. I've never seen glasses so big in my life. Glass. They were half of her face ratio.
0: She needed those huge glasses because she spent this entire scene making googly eyes at him because she is seeing him interact with these kids and thinks it's obviously very sweet. So she is just Mm -hmm. making swooning eyes at him while he interacts with these kids. It's really obvious that she's having second thoughts about giving up on their relationship and starting to feel the feels for him as it were
1: major feels mm-hmm. so matthew talks to parker who's his business partner i guess because yeah, they have right. kind of an indie jazz label mm-hmm. and he says i love lizette then dad shows up with an axe to chop down their fourth christmas tree <laughs> because growing up the kids could never decide how they or agree on how they wanted to decorate it so they each got their own tree and they always do the fourth one on christmas eve now so who had to draw the short straw to be the last tree to get decorated
0: i literally thought it was sad that they were putting up a tree on christmas eve because i thought oh you're only going to look at that tree for just a few days i mean why not put it no.
1: up <laughs> put them <laughs> all up at the same time, time if you please yeah <laughs> okay so um we learned that Jean and lizette grew up in the same town as we kind of already talked about and they're at a donation event and they kind of have a mutual understanding oh maybe we kind of misunderstood one another i thought you were more of a rival than you were i thought you were out to get me yada yada and the ice thaws there which was cute um the beans get spilled about the sister's pregnancy as they load in the fourth tree into the house and her father lizette's father is grinning from ear to ear it was so cute <laughs> and we get a tree decorating montage I thought this
0: actually did a really good job of sort of playing that first time grandfather moment in a way where he was just obviously playing super excited and i thought he really sold it and did a good job with that interestingly enough jennifer we also learned that lizette's mom who was the publicist for this jazz club and has a whole history in public relations was sort of the one who orchestrated this entire community event that would bring Lizette and Gia back together in the same room to bury the hatchet because mom is not pleased with the tone of the coverage that Gia is giving Lizette in News News News. And so she (laughs) says we obviously need to mend bridges here so that my daughter gets some better coverage from Gia and wouldn't you know it works like a charm so go mom you know
1: go mom she's she's kind of controlling the strings of the puppet behind the scenes Mm -hmm. a little bit
0: (laughs) very much so yes
1: okay so Charlie Lloyd with TPC is what I wrote down ran an article Um, that she's going to join Matthew. that Lizette's going to join Matthew's record label and it's this big thing who said that who reported that blah 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 and they Lizette assumes that Matthew is the one that tipped him off to get the publicity I guess and so there's this big kerfuffle and a blow up and she's like I thought I knew who you were yada 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 well it turns out Matthew's business partner Parker was the leak and Gia tells Lizette that so Now Gia and Lizette are kind of friends again and they're working on the same team and she's like, oh, I need to go apologize to Matthew. So they track him down because people saw him sad on a bench, is what I wrote down. It was somehow on social media that Matthew was sad on a bench.
0: Which this all... Liz Liz Matt. This all seemed very far-fetched that here he was caught on camera in some random park in New Orleans... An hour earlier and she's like, I gotta go. You know, and here she is, a major pop star running around New Orleans, and she just happens upon him.
2: (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It was weird. It was
1: it was a different way to do this story, but it was weird. I don't know if it worked. I don't know. (laughs) So Liz Matt, they reconcile, they smooch, they promise to give it another try. And we find out that all the children are going to share the responsibilities of All Saints Club to keep it open. Lisette offers to give the ring back to Matthew, um, but we learned it was actually his grandmother's ring, and he thinks it looks perfect right where it is. So he proposes to her in the living room with the family there. Boom. insane
0: scene. It was in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, they all Niche. put in the backyard and see it. <laughs> It would snow here before it would snow there. And I don't Thank remember you. many a white Christmas in Nashville. <laughs> we get like 80 degree Christmases or maybe a wintry mix. Maybe. that' yeah. was just nasty.
0: I will say I did think that the New Orleans, New Year's, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve scene at the club, which was supposed to be the big swan song final show at the club. I thought that was a really tender scene with the entire family and she sang that song and dad was playing the piano. Her brother was on drums and the rest of the family was all in the front row. I just thought that was a really great sort of final, one of the final scenes in this film for sure.
1: Yes, I love this family. Okay, it's time for our gold or coal segment where we each give three gifts. If there's more gold, it's a jazzy number. And if it's more coal, it's out of tune.
0: Ooh, Ooh boy. <laughs>
1: and if it's a tie, it's just a re Christmas. Josh, I'll go to you first. What you sure. got?
0: Sure. So I'm going to give some gold here. I thought this Lizette character was a really great character. And I liked that she was kind of an atypical Hallmark heroine kind of situation here. She sang incredibly well and I felt like this actress did just a great job of sort of playing the range and I felt myself cheering for her I just thought she was great so gold for her your turn
1: very good I'm gonna give gold to the family dynamics give me Mm -hmm. all the side characters give me more of them I want to spin off let me see the baby that gets born then I'm sure the baby will have musical talent and just I want to follow them all throughout all the holidays love it
0: Yeah, I had family dynamics as well. So I'm going to have to quickly come up with another one. But I will (laughs) say I did have a little bit of of coal to give here. I felt like this movie was a little bit, maybe not a little bit, maybe a lot of it, dialogue heavy. I just felt like Mm. there was so much talking and we didn't get a whole lot of conflict or adventure or humor or anything that would kind of put the family in another circumstance other than these sort of prescribed things that they did obviously just to move the conversation away from the house and into something more Christmassy like it felt it felt like it needed a little bit more adventure or humor or something conflict-based kind of thing
1: yeah I will have to give a piece of coal as well I thought it was just it was a little boring in the middle it dragged Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. nothing really major happened and you're you hit the nail on the head it is because it was so dialogue heavy Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was kind of a downer for me
0: I I will say and then I'll go ahead oh go ahead I was gonna I came up with my last gold if you want okay I
1: was gonna do my other one if you needed more time (laughs) oh that is
0: that is the Generosity of the season, Jennifer. I really it's just the spirit
1: it. of the season, spirit the of spirit
0: giving, spirit of the season, giving. <laughs> but it came to me, and I think oh, it's it's very simply this. I think this movie. I love that it sort of had this New Orleans flavor to it. I think that that was a nice touch. I like the jazz element. I think they did a really great job of making it authentic. You know, it mm-hmm. could have been could have been really cliche it could have been really cheesy and I think that they did a really nice job of making it almost like a nice love letter to New Orleans about
2: really capturing
0: some of these endearing qualities of the city that I think do for people who live there make it such a special place
1: well you took my other gold so oh. <laughs> I'm going. Was- <laughs> the whole time you're talking is like, what else could I say? I'm going to give a piece of gold for. I like the Lizette Matthew relationship, and I like mm-hmm. that they were a little older. Mm-hmm. Again, I like that we're kind of outside of the typical twenty something boy meets girl at a tree farm and they fall in love. Like, there's I like that there's history. I like that they're-, they're a little older, and it's just a little varied in that regard. So I enjoyed that. The guy that played Matthew, I thought he did a great job too. He was super likable.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. We also, Jennifer, we've got some feedback from my dear wife, Lauren, who watched this movie, and here's what she had to say about it.
2: My favorite thing about this movie is that all of the characters are just so real and relatable and believable. I loved uh, Lizette's kind of sassy attitude, business lady side, but then she was able to let her guard down when she was home with her fam. Her relationship with Matthew was just very sweet, and I love the exploring New Orleans montage, or kind of like. Giggling and just enjoying each other and not really worrying about any of the business or anything else like that And I just thought it was really sweet and it made me happy Another thing I loved about this movie is the jazz music everywhere. Not just jazz but Christmas jazz Like we've been playing on ALEXA every morning before school The only two things that bugged me that I can think of right now is the beginning when she's singing at the concert There are these like doofy people in the audience that are like beep bopping with their hands They're like this music is groovy do, do, do. I'm like okay like just no and then at the end there's this very fake CGI snow hashtag CGI snow could have done without that I like the moment the thought that like oh it's a Christmas miracle it's snowing we're all together we're all happy but it was like very fake otherwise I mean 10 out of 10 <laughs>
0: So bottom line, we had more gold than coal. And overall, we think it's absolutely worth your time. It is a doo 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 jazzy number.
1: Oh, man, (laughs) that was beautiful.
0: Well, you know. (laughs) No, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a different kind of Hallmark movie with a different kind of story arc and a different kind of place. And I just thought it all sort of worked at the end of the day. How about you?
1: It did, and I haven't seen that much buzz about it, but I think more people need to give this one a shot because I did, overall, I really enjoyed it, and I thought they were all rootable, likable people. Yeah, I would definitely is, give it a shot. And this
0: lead actress, I thought she was dynamite. I would love to see her in more roles, and I would certainly follow her on Spotify and listen to her music because she's a great singer as well.
1: Well, she's too busy touring in Nashville. Oh,
0: which, of course, we missed. <laughs> next time. Next time we're coming for you. Next (laughs) time.
1: Yes. And that, friends, is another episode of Do You Watch What I Watch?
0: Special thanks to Nick Schwartz for our theme song and, of course, to you for listening. Hey, if you like our podcast, be sure to review, subscribe, tell a friend. Throw us those five stars, please. It helps us to move up in the rankings. We're also on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Do You Watch What I Watch. So give us a follow, leave us a comment, engage with us on social media. We want to hear from you. You can also connect with us on our website at doyouwatchwhatiwatch.com.
1: That's right. Next time, we've got a new one from Netflix coming your way. Our first and maybe only Netflix movie this season. Is that right?
0: Could be. Could be. And Mm. if we had to do one, you knew it was going to be this one. It is Lindsay Lohan's much-anticipated return to cinema, falling for Christmas. And here is the lowdown from IMDb. In the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome lodge owner and his daughter. Hmm.
1: We will have much, I promise you, much to discuss, (laughs) but until then,
0: may your days be merry and bright. We'll see you next time.